It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Ah, made it to Thursday. Welcome in Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Thursday starts with the T, so does Tony. Tony Burke in studio as well, but I'm disappointed, Tony. Hey, hey, hey. You don't have uh, Tony and Big Al, the Fish's NFL locks. When you go one and five, you just kind of give up. What's one going and on four. here? I'm sorry, one and four. You're right, one and four. Sounds so much better. Uh, what's going on here? Well, I texted Big Al. Uh, I was on the run this morning, been on the run all day. There's a reason uh, people listen to the show on Thursday only. That's to get Tony and Big Al the Fish's pick. Well, Big Al the Fish does not text me. I will have them to you tomorrow morning, so you'll have to listen <laughs> one more day. Oh, man. But we got a very entertaining show coming up. Very. So, you know. Um, it is Thursday, October 19th. Eminem Cards Hotline's open, 384-1450, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open, as always, 414-1450. Looking for that icy cold thirst quencher on this uh, chilly fall day as Scooter shakes the ice into the microphone. Uh, visit Thornton's, 89 cents for 32-ounce fountain drinks or smaller, 94 cents with tax. Do what I do, walk up to the front of the line when there's eight people in line and just throw a dollar at them and walk out the door. They're not going to stop you. I've done it. Uh, that's <laughs> what I do now, John. Yesterday I stopped in there on my way to basketball practice. They look at I you. Look, as soon as they look at me, I just hand them a buck and keep walking. The people in line look at you. There's a line here. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm too important. I got places to be. Well, they can put the dollar in. They can put the drink in at any time. So visit Thornton's today. And hit us up. Hit me. By the way, Scooter, mm-hmm. you, you're you a Thornton food guy. Oh, yeah. Love Thornton's food. Yesterday, yeah. when I went in there and I'm, you know, I see the lines a little long, so I'm just kind of milling around. I'm like, man, there's some good options here. What'd you get? I didn't get anything. What the heck? I had I left all my car, all my money was in the car except the $1 I had in my hand. So, but I was looking going, that looks good. That looks good. What was the one I thing that stood thing? out? You see a little donuts in a cup? Yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> I just thought it was cool. That's cheating. <laughs> By the way, Jeff's donuts. My wife said they make a donut. If you if you give them fifteen minutes, it's as big as a cake. Well, why wouldn't I just buy a cake? Donuts right? are better than Thornton's. Yeah, donuts we are. are cake. Uh, the uh, the hot ham and cheese. I was I was watching them put it in the wrapper. Mm-hmm. Now maybe it doesn't keep well. Maybe it looks better, worse coming out of the wrapper. Man, it, oh, I was salivating. Should have got you one. Salivate. You missed out. What y'all need to do is always leave a dollar in your car. I try to do that. Just now. leave one in your Because Thornton, as tomorrow. we know, is right next door to the studio. Here. Who doesn't have a dollar and change laying in their no, car No, they at do, all time? but just leave a dollar bill oh, in there in case. Yeah, I, just uh, in case. I, I, believe me, I walked in there with four quarters before. Oh, yeah. You just, can't be too proud to do that. And you know what? Just throw it at them. It makes them mad, <laughs> but they pick it up. They pick it up, and they, they take the money. Um. So visit Thorns. Hit me up on the Thorns text line, 502-414-1450. Man, I had this whole big Tony Big Al's NFL locks ready. Oh, man. I'm disappointed. That's all. Just disappointed. Not mad. Just disappointed. Uh, NFL football tonight, Jacksonville and New Orleans on Amazon 815 uh, kickoff. Jacksonville's won three in a row. Trevor Lawrence is a game-time decision. I'm My fantasy league, I'm playing Tony Burke this week. Ooh. And, and he's bad. And I've got Trevor Lawrence. Sounds what, like you're going to get smoked. What do I do? Not start Trevor Lawrence. 
My other option is Kirk Cousins Monday night against the Niners. That's the thing, John. I told you this yesterday. I don't know why you're so scared of the Niners. Kirk Cousins will put up points for you, whereas we don't even know how healthy. I don't like playing guys on Thursday. We don't know how healthy Lawrence even is. Trevor Lawrence against New Orleans. I think it's going to be a good game. I do, too. I don't. You don't? New Orleans, two-point favorite. Over-under is the 40. I don't think New Orleans, I got to look this up to verify, but I heard this. Haven't, they haven't given up more than 20 points in a game all year. New Orleans has hit, the under in New Orleans game has hit 10 straight times. Wow. Because they haven't given up more than 20 points yeah. in a game all season. Who did they shut out? Uh, I don't know. They won 34 to nothing. Probably. Was it, wasn't it New England? Giants, maybe. maybe been. New, I think oh, yeah, yeah, they New killed England. New England. Yep. Yeah. Scooter. Come on. Tell you what, that's got preps for the show, unlike me. I'm sharp today. Um, we'll talk baseball. <laughs> Tony's Rangers took one on the chin last night at home. They'll be back at it tonight. Game three in the National League Series, National League Championship Series tonight as well. I know you didn't watch it, but the Las Vegas Aces won their second consecutive WNBA title. Aja Wilson was great. Former South Carolina Lady Gamecock, 70-69 to over the New York Liberty. They won the series three games to one. And the WNBA season has ended. I, did you see Sabrina Ionescu? I did. That was a, that was unbelievable. Tony, did you see it? No, I did not see she, that. They're waiting for like a, I don't know, was it an out-of-bounds play or something? They're waiting. There was a foul call or something. She goes over to the sideline. One of their assistant coaches picks up a trash can. She pukes into this trash can <laughs> yeah. and proceeds to walk right back out onto the floor. That's how you, that's that's how how you, you play it. ball, right? That's, that's unbelievable. I mean, it interrupts the game, but it doesn't stop you from playing, right, Tony? Yeah, I saw guys that I played with in high school that, that would get sick before the game. I've never done that. I'm surprised. Uh, texter, oh, it's TJ. No picks? Is this some sort of tasteless joke? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if TJ's betting with or against Big Al. 15 and 15 on the year, though. You'd be so. breaking even one way or the you're, other. Uh, you're losing the juice, juice. there. Getting juiced. Uh, so, congratulations to uh, the lot, Becky Hammond and uh, the, the head coach and uh, all the Las Vegas Aces. I was watching the Bearcats lose their seventh in a row. I believe it is. Tell me who the Bearcats are. Um, I'm going to say in a row, Sam Houston State. Yes. Whew. I did not know it was the Bearcats, but I knew they were rolling six going into last night's game. <laughs> uh, U of L 91, Simmons College 50. I was one of the few people there. I was a little disappointed. Scooter, we made the over-under, or I made the over-under. You didn't. I made a hook, 11,000. 11, no, the over-under attendance. Oh. 11 grand. <laughs> and you laughed and said, oh, under. Well, yeah. that was the easiest bet of the year for you, wasn't well, it? And I actually texted you during the game. I was like, how many people do you think are there? And you said like 6,500 max. I, On TV, it didn't even look like 2,000. I wasn't at the red-white scrimmage. I was told the the – Media was told there were 5,700-plus at the red-white scrimmage, which was a week ago. Same venue, same time, same bat channel, same bat night. Why are there fewer people at a scrimmage game against another team than a red-white scrimmage? Because I'm telling you, there weren't there weren't 5,700 people in there. Did they ever announce attendance? They did not, and that tells me that – Ed was there sitting next to me, and uh, my ear's still bleeding a little bit. But Ed was sitting next to me, and he said, look, this is they're going to give you the number of tickets sold, and that includes season ticket holders who weren't there last night. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there had to be 4,000 maybe. Which I think it's wild that maybe. exhibition and, games are part of season ticket packages. And let, and let me tell you this. Of the 
estimated 4,000 people that were there, Tony, 60 of them were in the Simmons band. I was going to say. <laughs> it was the awesome. The awesome. best part of the night was the Simmons band halftime show. <laughs> no question about it. No, I'm not. I'm not la- Scooter's laughing. I'm not laughing. That was the best part of the night. I only laugh because that's not what I was expecting you to say about your best great. part of the night. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> I love a good band halftime performance. Big Al the Fish oh, yeah. was there. Maybe he was there instead of making his picks. <laughs> well, I was watching on TV. Instead of making your picks. Yeah. Good, yeah. good, good call. We were supposed to do it this um, morning. I apologize. Did Sometimes you watch? things are out of your control. How much of the Louisville game did you watch? Forgot to watch the first half. I saw, I was following it. And then I realized, blessings. Yeah, yeah, that's a blessing. And then I realized that it was on ESPN app, so I turned it on my other television. I was watching the baseball game, and I had to. I was watching the Louisville game off to the side. Couldn't hear Jody and Kent who were yeah. doing the game. They were. I like both those guys. They were not great. Yeah, that's a tough game. Not though. great. That's a tough game to call. We've done games, Tony, where they're easy to call because they're great games. Bad games are hard to call. But we're professionals and we can do it. Unlike Kent and Jody. Yeah, I mean, a couple <laughs> of rookies. Um, I thought, I mean, Kent, the way he carried himself with the way his his voice inflectuated, I thought he was any great. other media no, no, member. We don't do that. Not going to happen. No, I, I was going to say it was great. I thought he, I, like, I thought the way he carried his voice on the broadcast was really good. TJ wants to know how the media spread was. That is one thing Louisville does right. They had a they had some nice, nice food last night. Good food. Cookies at halftime are always just a taste sensation. <laughs> they have uh, milk for you? No. Nope. No, they don't give you milk. I had a big red and a Pepsi. Aren't you at work? Isn't that you I was talking to last week about if you eat something sweet, you have to have milk? That's my brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Has to. He, well, won't, he won't eat it if there's no milk. Yeah. I can tell you this. I was in there for the Bellarmine game, and it was terrible. <laughs> really? God told me how good it was. It was uh, beef that. stroganoff. What you got against beef stroganoff? It, 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 it wasn't good. Okay, I don't. You, you always that. talk about it, but I was in there for the Bellarmine game, and I was very disappointed. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. I had good baked chicken last night. Mac and cheese. It was good. Good, good spread last night. Critique. So down. number one, Simmons College Band. Number two, the food. Number seven, I guess, the actual atmosphere and game. Um, look, ninety-one fifty is ninety-one fifty, but this is a team, Tony, that has no scholarships. They're a Division three team, I believe. Uh, they're not going to be good in their own, as you mentioned, in their own settings against their own regular teams they play. Louisville had 17 turnovers in the first half. They had 12 in the first 12 minutes. I looked at the the couple of media people around me and said they're going to get they're going to turn the ball over 40 times at this pace. And I got better. Uh, they went on a big run to end the half. They led 44 to 16 at halftime. 24 to one run. But Louisville fan. At that game, you could just feel the PTSD, the, oh, my God, here we go again feeling. This looks a lot like Lenore Ryan, which was the exhibition game they lost last year. And it did because it was men against boys, and the boys were winning. Or the boys were keeping it close. Well, I told you I just started watching the second half. First two turnovers of the second half, were balls thrown to people that they didn't even see coming. They went to the press table. They were the first two turnovers, or at least the first two out of three, were passes to the wing when the guy wasn't looking. Just hit them or yeah, missed them. Miss, missed them and went out of bounds. And I'm like, that grade school, that doesn't happen. I don't know. I, I was like, wow. I mean, but then I liked, I liked Johnson. 
And if you're those guys, I thought got I, much I thought better. Williams this is going to be good. Sky Clark is going to help a lot. I was kind of um, disappointed in Caleb Glenn. He made a few moves yeah. later in the game. We missed him for a year. He was at Mayo. He went to a prep school. I don't know how wow. he did at the prep school. Uh, uh, I don't know how he played down in uh, Louisiana. That and one he had, so, though, where he tried to dunk it was yeah, pretty cool. I did see that one. That, that was way. pretty cool. I don't know what he was trying I mean, to do, we know, trying to dunk we it. We saw him a lot. We know how talented he is. Um, I don't know. You're, you're, you're just not very so I get there, optimistic from what you've seen. I, I walk up to my seat probably five minutes before game time, and another media member says, who, do you, who would you guarantee is starting this game? I had no idea what starting lineup was going to look like. Who would you say guarantee? I said, Trey White, right? Mm-hmm. Transfer from USC, widely considered probably the best talent on the team. Nope, not starting. You started uh, a couple of freshmen, um, and you went, what is going on here? And it's it's reminiscent of last year. What I saw last night that bothered me as much as anything, and you, you're a coach, and I know you three guys on one side of the court just standing around watching two guys play a little two-man game. Not moving, not screening, hanging out, not even going for, you know, heading to the to the bucket to try to get a rebound. It's like they weren't even involved in the play. And I saw that too many times last year where L. Ellis ended up going one-on-one. There's no L. Ellis on this team. Is he at Arkansas, by the way? Yes. He went to Arkansas. But there's no L. Ellis on this team. And if, if you're going <laughs> to – okay, I'm a little spoiled. I went and watched Bellarmine practice, right? They move without the basketball. Louisville doesn't move without the ball. And it's disappointing because you ha- you can't just stand around and let two guys play against three on one side while three guys stand on the other side against two guys doing nothing. Hey, change it, but I was there with you. I didn't have fun watching Bellarmine. Ball never, hits, ball never pass, hits the deck. Everything. Ball never hits the deck. They practice. The reason they run their stuff so well in a game and you watch them in a game and you go, man, how do they, how do, they do that? Is because that's exactly how they practice. There yeah. is no lack of hustle ever or coach goes nuts. And they this is what we do. And we're going to do it better than anybody else can ever do it. And you got to stop it. That's 70, it. 75% of the time, Scotty's not even coaching. It's Doug Davenport and Bob Braden. Yeah. They constantly are coaching, and when Scotty went out there, one of the things I loved, and this this a coach talking, he turned around and yelled at Freem for not getting back and setting a screen fast enough against the press, he, and then he stopped practice after somebody else did something, and he goes, if you don't want to play hard, you won't play. He said, I don't care, I don't who, care you who you are. Yeah. You're going to come. You, what's your favorite line? Uh, do you want to be an assistant coach? I tell my kids all the time. I said, do you want to be an assistant coach? And they look at me, and I said, well, if you're not going to do what you want, you're going to sit next to us and help us coach. Because you ain't playing anymore. You ain't playing. That seems kind of mean, Tony. Well, you know what? When you stop them later in the year and you go, uh, you want to be an assistant coach? They go, no. No, no, exactly. I don't want to be a head coach. I don't want to be assistant coach. I don't want to be trainer. I'd like to play, please. Uh, So, look, disappointing, yes, but it's early. Give it time. This is a new cast of characters. I'm not giving up on the season. I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not the fans that I saw walking out at halftime going, oh, my gosh, I'm never coming to another game. This is horrible. Nothing's changed. Give it time. Because I think there's more talent overall than there was last year. But they don't have an L. Ellis. So, 
you know, they don't have that that one dude that can, you know, L. Ellis beat Clemson last year. That's the fact. It wasn't anybody, nobody else. I mean, obviously Louisville beat Clemson, but that was L. Ellis. They don't have one of those guys. I think Trey White, he, he, I thought he, he scored 15. He looked okay while he was in there. Uh, Williams, I think, had 15. He looks like he can shoot the ball very – he's got a nice stroke, man. Um, but, you know, if you don't dominate the boards against Simmons College, what's yeah. going to happen when you're playing not Simmons College? Yeah, that's worrisome if you're a Louisville fan. I'm just looking on the website here. Tickets are as low as $8. <laughs> uh, UMBC, what's their nickname? Uh, the Retrievers. Malden. No, Retrievers. Yeah. Retrievers. Yeah. Maryland, Baltimore County. The well, they got Kentucky Wesleyan on the 30th in scrimmage number two, or exhibition is what they call them, exhibition number two uh, on Monday the 30th. So yeah, but they nine, open up with days, Baltimore, Maryland, Baltimore County. UMB, it's a terrible schedule. What's, West, what's Kentucky Wesleyan's mascot? Uh, I do know this. Boy, I should know that. Panthers. Is it 100%? 100. All right. Oh, he's going. Did you look it up? No. I'm. He says 100%. I don't feel the need to look it up. Should still feel the need to look it up. <laughs> uh, I say they're the catamounts, and I'm 100% sure. Nah, he's right, Panthers. <laughs> Waste of my time. All right, so I've, I've railed on this before, Tony. UMBC, UT Chattanooga. By the way, my Bellarmine Knights will be visiting Chattanooga this year. Um, Coppin State, New Mexico State, Bellarmine, Arkansas State, Pepperdine, and Kentucky. That is the non-conference portion of the Louisville schedule. If I'm a season ticket holder, I'm like, come on, give me something. They do go to the Empire Classic, where the Indiana's in that. Uh, they play Texas. They play Texas. It says right here in front of me. Yeah, and then UConn plays Indiana, so they'll play the loser or winner of that game based on what they do. Uh, and they do have a game at DePaul, which is not you know. It, look, it's a Big East team. DePaul stinks, right? But at, least East, at least, but at least it's a power conference, yeah. uh, and you got at Virginia Tech on December third, the only December conference game. You know the worst thing about the Empire Classic is Indiana's in it. How badly I want an Indiana Louisville matchup. Louisville doesn't stand a prayer in their game, so I have to root against Indiana if I want them. I to I think play you're going to get an Indiana Louisville matchup. I think that Indiana UConn game is going to be pretty good. I didn't say it wasn't. I just said I think you're going to get an Indiana Louisville matchup. I hope. Maybe, maybe I think Louisville upsets Texas. You don't know what's going on in my skull. <laughs> it used to never be in a consolation game. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll talk a little baseball after the break. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do in segment three because we don't have any picks. So Spears on Sports presented by Tony M&M Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio. Justin Kalen on the other side of the concrete. Baseball last night. Houston 8, Texas 5. Tony, the Rangers' first postseason loss. I know you were watching that. Yeah, and, it, you know, Scherzer, I didn't think pitched that bad, but I agree with. Really? Well, Smoltz hit it on. He, he hit it on the head. He was. He just missed on some of his pitches. 
And well, that's called pitching bad. Because it? he hadn't <laughs> pitched in 35 days. No, I get that. He, it, yeah, it'd been mid September since he uh, threw a, off a re, off a major league mound. Yeah, and I, I I really think you know they pitch gray later in the game too. I think they're trying to get them get their get some work in real live work, as you would say. You know, stress. Yes. And uh, Do you they get... fought back. They did fight back, but boy, is Al- Alvarez awful good. Oh my, Johan. He hits everything. Oh. if you're uh, if you get to game seven here and you're Bruce Bochy. Max Scherzer, John Gray. You gotta go Max Scherzer. Max. Oh yeah, I think you definitely have to. And I I'm still a fan of Max. And I think it's just hard for a guy, even if he's that good and well, competitive. He was throwing ninety five and he had a good breaking ball. Proven winner too. Yeah. But but like Smolty kept saying, he goes, you know, you're not in that form and you're gonna miss where you're 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 you know, and you don't miss to some of those guys. And one out Altuve hit, he turned. How good is Smoltz? How good is Smoltz? I like him a lot. He's the best. I think he he tells it, he explains it, he tells it, and he knows what he's talking about. He explains it where he doesn't make people who understand baseball feel dumb, but he does make people who don't understand baseball, he allows them to learn something. Yeah. You agree with that? I, I agree 100% with that. Uh, by the way, Eminem Cards Hotline is open, 384-1450, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. You can hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Jose Altuve hit his 25th postseason home run. I didn't realize this. Second all-time in the yes. postseason. And he's going to end up being number one here. Behind um, Man-Dog man Rodriguez, uh, Ramirez, Manny Ramirez. Yep. Um, right behind him, Manny. You don't think that because you think postseason homers, Reggie Jackson, um, Mickey Mantle, Guys like that, but you forget when Mickey Mantle played, there were no playoffs. There was just play the regular season, top team in American League, top team in National League, World Series. That's it. Um, now you got wild card, you got divisional series, championship series. Um, so, you know, you think Reggie because he hit the three in that big game, but uh, second most all time Jose Altuve in the postseason. I think Manny has 27 to answer your question. 29. Oh, is it 29? Okay. So uh, you four can, behind him. If you don't trust me, if you don't believe me, no, I'm good. Even though I'm 100 percent sure, no, I'm good. You can look that up. I've wasted enough of my time today. Altuve was two for five with that home run solo homer. Uh, Alvarez, Tony mentioned two for four, two RBIs, and a home run that was robbed. Right. That, oh, what, what a, what what a, a play, great play! What a play that was. That was. Uh, Who was that kid? Uh, Young center fielder. Oh, don't do that to me right off the top of my head. I, I watched Tony, all their this, games. This is your favorite team. You can look it up while I talk. Scherzer, uh, by the way, Josh Young. Josh Young last night, four for, uh, was he four for four? Well, he had two home runs. Two for four. Two home runs, four RBIs. Kept the Rangers within striking distance there at the end. Scherzer, four innings, five hits, five earned runs, a walk, four strikeouts. Christian Javier was good. Not great, but good. Five and two-thirds. He was great at the beginning. Five and two-thirds innings. Uh, three hits, two earned runs, walk one, struck out three. Game four is today, tonight, 8.03. My favorite start time scooter, not 8.07 tonight, 8.03. I need right. to do some research while we're starting at three. FS1 is your station, Jose Urquidy and uh, Andrew Haney for Texas. I feel like, okay, over under, Tony, on both of these guys, who goes more than five innings, either pitcher? 
Urquidy or Haney? Gosh. I don't think anybody goes. I think these I, are bullpen games today for both teams, even though these are actual starting pitches. I would take Haney, but I, I would I, I agree with you. I don't think either one of them are going to go real long. You got your center fielder yet? Yeah, Traveris. Okay. Uh, Traveris? Yeah. Leone? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a uh, different kid. Okay. Now, Pena plays center field for uh, uh, DuPont. DuPont. Who had the big game. Yeah. I thought it was Dubon who made the catch. On Alvarez. No. Dubon plays for Houston. He plays for Houston. Texas is minus 120 tonight, by the way. Favored at home. Houston is plus 100. Scooter, who you got? I think I'm rolling with the Rangers here. I thought they would get it done last night. I thought this would be the game that Houston won tonight. Um, but I, I, I'll I, go with the Rangers I did, tonight. I did, bet, I did like Houston last night. Houston is, I mean, you can't, they're not going to give you any game. They've been around too long. Those guys are too good. You have to beat them four out of seven, right? Yeah, and it worried me. I, a kid, Doesn't matter where you play. kid at St. X asked me, knew I was a Rangers fan, said, what do you think? And I said, man, Rangers need to win tonight. I said, that yeah, sounds stupid yeah. when you're yes. up 2-0, but if the, if the Astros get going, win a couple of games, you're back to where you started. Man. 100% agree there. And they can reclaim home field advantage tonight. If, uh, if they can get a win. Uh, so, 8.03 in that game. You'll just be finishing your dinner when that starts because you'll be eating between games. The first game, Philadelphia, Arizona, game three. First game in the desert here in this series. 5.07, which is 2.07 Arizona time. Is uh, Brian Fott at the game? Yes. Is Mama at the game? Yes. Sissels, all of them. Everybody went to Arizona. And, and you know what? I, I talked to a guy yesterday at the gym that's friends. And he said they went to Tampa. Yeah. They're out there now. They've made plans for the World Series in case. And, well, me, sure. and, and me and Tara were talking last night, and I said, you might not ever get another opportunity to do this, so you go do it. You ask don't, Dan you don't Marino. Worry, you don't ask, worry about cost. You know, yeah. Ask Dan Marino. You go, I, I wish I was there. One time. I would have. Absolutely. If I wasn't what? coaching and what are we doing stuff tomorrow? going on, I know. Should Should be are heading. we doing anything tomorrow? Do we have a show tomorrow? We don't have to. we got to be back for the same next game. I don't have to. Have to is a strong, <laughs> strong statement there. Uh, technical difficulties. Technical game's not going to be on. I'm sorry, we're on <laughs> trouble today. Uh, five, a uh, two oh seven West Coast time. I don't understand this. Now I know you don't want Houston, Texas to go night game, day game. I get that, I guess. But <laughs> you're playing, and it's TV generated. I understand oh, yeah. the networks decide TBS tonight, five Oh seven Ranger Suarez greatest name in baseball. In my opinion, we'll go for the Phillies against Brandon fought Philadelphia minus one thirty on the road today, Arizona plus one ten. I, I said this yesterday, Scooch, you heard me. I bet with my heart, bet it yesterday. I went with Arizona here tonight. I have they a good, need the win. They need it. Is that disrespect to Arizona playing the game? Not at, at all. Time? You think that is because they're that, the, the team nobody really cares about. That and the way Philadelphia is playing. Yeah, I think Vegas looks at Philadelphia and goes, "Man, that, that lineup—they are hitting everything." Now they're all solo homers, but eventually they're not going to be solo homers. I'm talking about the time of the game. Oh, the time of the game? No, I think they don't want—they don't want a team like Houston, Texas, to have to play night game followed by day game. Right. Plus the game of Texas and Houston, it would be early too. I mean, not as early, but it would, it would be, be early. still be a, and you'd have two teams. Yeah, playing still there. be four in the afternoon. Yeah, the East Coast team has to play. That. Um, do you like uh, Arizona tonight? Try to be 
non-emotional uh, in this game. I, I think Brandon's pitched really well. But he has. anybody that has watched the Phillies lately, I think. Scoot, you agree with that, don't you? The Phillies just look like the best team out of the four. Oh, plain yeah. and simple. Yeah, right? absolutely. And I've I've kind of been fading fought all all postseason. It's been egg on my face more times than not. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna continue to do that tonight. I think the Phillies get it done, but I would not be surprised if fought had another good outing. Yeah, I think the surprising thing here tonight would be an Arizona win. I think so too. I I don't I think that Brandon's pitched great in the postseason. Uh, he had that stinker at Yankee Stadium at the end of the season, but he had pitched two great games before that. I just think he's uh, – and he's at home here, and he has pitched better at home. So, well, here, here's his numbers in the go. playoffs, John. Yeah. His ERA is 3.86. His whip is 1.43. He's pitched seven innings, given up nine hits, six strikeouts, one walk. You'll take that. And one home run, which was his bugaboo you'll, during you'll, the year. But you'll take that against this Philadelphia lineup. Oh, definitely. And um, Yeah, I'm going to be strapped in for some baseball. i got busy, busy couple weeks coming up, but – I'm just gonna. You got a busy couple you, months. You know what I'm up. gonna have? I'm gonna have cheese it that uh, Cheeto dust all over my fingers and my, my <laughs> on the road tonight. again. <laughs> just can't wait to get on the road again. That's gonna be your theme song. <sighs> Watching baseball with my friends, basketball with my yeah. friends too. We gotta make sure that phone stays charged up so Look, he can watch everything on his phone. I'm excited. I can't wait. Washington's a long way away. Oh, that's cool, man. I've never been. It'd be cool. All that purple out there in the arena. You'll be a you'll walk in big time with your Bellarmine stuff on. Is Lorenzo Romar still the coach out there? I don't think no. Uh, who's the coach of the Washington Huskies? That's a great question. Scooter, you got that one off the top of your head? I do not. Head I'm, basketball I'm, coach of the Washington Huskies. Where's Dana I'm Altman at? Dana Altman was at Oregon. Yeah. Is right. at Oregon. Yeah, he is. I'm at, uh who's the guy at Kansas somebody. State? They they had a great tournament last year. Uh, was the assistant coach that threw his chest out when they beat Kentucky <laughs> and started talking? I can't think of this. Oh man, it, this guy's been there since the 2017-18 okay. season. Well, it's not Lorenzo Romar. Could not could not even tell you where he came from. Mike Hopkins. Okay. Okay, do a deep dive on Mike Hopkins. <laughs> he was a longtime assistant at Syracuse before oh, taking over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was a guy in waiting at Syracuse. But it's going to be Jim Bay. And then uh, Bayheim would never quit. Yeah. So he finally said, uh, Jim. Are you going to quit? Because I really, I'm I'm 94 years old. I need a head coaching job. Well, remember when they were getting, Bayheim was, they were getting rid of him. He was leaving. And then he was there for like seven more years. See, I get to go to Utah. No Rick Majerus. God rest his soul. Oh, that's right. Uh, BYU is Mark Pope. It is Mark Pope. It is Mark Pope, right? So that'll be fun. Who, uh, who's Utah's coach? I'm on. Somebody give it to me. Old, old NBA big guy. Larry. Jakob Pertle. Larry what, Christoviak? Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Now, that's the guy, of all the head coaches that I'm going to get to see, I want a picture with Larry K. There you go. He's cool. Uh, we got a high point. Tubby, of course, not coaching anymore. Go to, uh, what am I missing here? West Virginia? I don't think oh, uh, I don't think Huggy's coming through that door, is he? He still wants oh. to, but he got into, you know, a little bit of hot water. I guess you would say. All right, let's take a break. We'll preview the college football season on the other uh, weekend on the other side. No Kentucky, no Louisville, no Purdue, Notre, no Notre Dame. Everybody's on a bye, but we'll find some games to talk about. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big A.
Welcome back. Spears on Sports. Presented by Adam and John Spears, Tony Burke in studio. Final segment on this Thursday. M&M Cartage Hotline is still open, 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Thanks to the texter, Jerome Tang is the Kansas State coach. And it looks like I'm not going to be getting a picture with Larry Kristoviak. Hey, nope. He's two years gone from Utah. Craig oh, Smith, man. former Utah State coach in his third year. But I have good news for you. Okay. I have Big Al. Oh, the picks are in? And Tony's big. Wow. Oh, that is coming through right there. You challenge him. This one, I've known about him his whole life, Scooter. If you don't challenge him, he might not do it. But if you challenge him, it's getting done. <laughs> All right, by the way, before we get to that, rest in peace, Burt Young. Oh. 83 years old. Rock. Scooter, you know who Burt Young is? I do not know. Come on, Rock. Come on, Paulie from the Rocky movies. Rocky's brother-in-law. What if I told you I haven't seen any of the Rocky Ooh. movies? I didn't think my opinion of you could get any lower. Am I kicked off? But it just did. Am I no, done here? No, because I can't be on the air without you. <laughs> but not seen. A, I mean, I've seen. You got to be. Kidding. I've seen. I've seen bits and pieces of them, but I've never seen a whole one through. Right, and not, I couldn't tell you're you. You're out of the conversation. So, <laughs> I'll Paulie, mute my mic. Paulie's out, man. I knew who it was. I told you, Rock. Oh, the lovable loser. Who just wanted to be part of Rocky's entourage. All he wanted to do. The drunk. Ended up being his brother-in-law. And the later Rocky movies, you know, he always had a fur coat on and driving a nice car. Hanger on. Uh, just not, yeah, but a, what a great character actor he was. Mm-hmm. Burt Young. He was in the uh, Rodney Dangerfield movie where Rodney goes back to college with his son. He was his chauffeur. What's the name of that movie? He's the... He's the, the back uh, to school? Back to school. Yeah, when Rodney is... Uh, that was tough. He's a swimmer. <laughs> I said he goes back to college. I didn't say school. Um, Rodney's a swimmer, does a triple Lindy. Uh, off the di- oh, he's a diver. Off the diving board. But Burt Young was in that movie. Um, but he is completely known as Pauly and uh, passed away at the age of 83 yesterday. All right. We were going to talk college football, but let's get to it. Um, we don't have music for this yet. Da, da, da. You know, no. be appropriate day would be out of the tiger. They're not above five hundred. Oh wow! <laughs> the guy that's fifteen under is taking a that's shot. Never going to play any is music. Taking a shot <laughs> at the guys that are at five hundred. Wow! All right, Tony, hit me with it. Let's let's get this going. Well, you know how they work. Tony and Al will give you. Uh, I'll give you the favorite first. Five picks here. NFL locks. They normally go against where the big money is. Ready? Yep. Give me the game. The Commanders versus the Giants. Well, the Giants last week at the end of that first half, uh, when Tyrod Taylor changed the play, was awful. Uh, the end of the game was awful. They didn't get a call in the end zone against Buffalo. And so you guys think the Giants bounce back here. Yep. This I, I trust Big Al the Fish this week. This is when we, we start we start rolling. How many and, are we getting here? Uh, two and a half. Two and a hook. That's against not very many. At home, not very against many. the Commanders. Yep. You got the Raiders. I got a feeling, Scooter, like we're going to be having a lot of one in five teams they are picking this. I'm game. just wondering, can I get that hook on my pick I made yesterday? Because I no, only got two. No, no, you cannot. <laughs> you cannot. Uh, Raiders at Chicago. Right? Three, three and a half. Bears are, Bears are one in five, so I got to think they're taking the Bears here. Going with the Bears. <laughs> I, I sense a theme here. Three and a hook. It's the same. It's it's the same. Yeah, it's the same theme of every week. It's not hard uh, to figure. Is Justin out. Fields going to play? I don't know. 
They're not thumb sure. thumb injury. Now you don't run with your thumb, so maybe he plays. But uh, the Raiders probably going to have to go with Aiden O'Connell again. I don't think Jimmy G's quite going to be ready. So maybe a battle of backup quarterbacks there. Tony, I like that pick because I have Las Vegas at minus three, but I said yesterday that game's going to be a push. He did. Uh, you so did. you all are going to be great with three and a half. I yeah. was cutting the grass, Scoot. I listened to the whole he show. He picked three pushes yesterday. That's hard to do. That's <laughs> hard to do. I thought that was – if he hits them, that, that's what he ought that to is. go to, Mr. Push. <laughs> all, right. all right. Next game. Rams and Scooters. Pittsburgh Steelers. Rams been playing Green great. Half. I think Big Al probably think it's time for the Rams to send in a clunker. So I think you guys are taking Pittsburgh. Yeah, Scoot knew. Hey, we yo. talked about this Tuesday. I, I I knew Pittsburgh would fall into it, and we'll, we'll we'll take Pittsburgh in three and a half. Can I get the hook there? You cannot. Well, the thing is, Scoot, we're you in cannot. this. We're in this picks, and everything's a hook. everything's a half in there. Yep. Uh, so All right. they game, don't they don't want ties. Game four. The Chefs against the Chargers, the lightning bolts. This one just looks wrong. It, it looks, just looks really so wrong. wrong. So you obviously taking the Chargers. Target. Five and a half. Uh, again, Scoots, here we are. Four games, four underdogs so far. Yep. Didn't work well last week. Some weeks it works, some weeks it doesn't. Hey, I got well, two I got two the same. That's all I'm pumped about. The week we were four and oh going into Monday night, the Giants on our picks early in the week were giving points even though it didn't matter because they got, they got shellacked. shellacked. Uh, here's uh, the fifth one. The Green Bay Packers give them one and a half to the Denver Broncos. And Denver's one and five, so I'm going to guess they're taking Denver. Going with the Broncos. Plus one and a half. All right. They all look wrong, don't they? <sighs> I think three of them look right because I've matched you on three of them. That would not make Big Al and Tony feel but, but feel Scoot's, good. But Scoot's buying in a little bit into the philosophy. Though. I am. Yeah, I have. Well, he tried Admittedly. to buy in yesterday and take New England. Then he bailed. <laughs> By the way, I'm glad you guys, for the first time in four weeks, stayed away from the Patriots. Thank you for that. <laughs> Neither one of us even brought up the Patriots. <laughs> uh, the way they didn't cover last week, it's just their snake bit. Because two, three and a half or whatever it was, they're down two, and they give up a safety at the end. There is a bonus game we did not pick, but it was in on the picks. So we, we, we threw one out. Should I not let him say it, Scooter, or let him say it? Yeah, I'll let him say it. All right. Cleveland and Indy. I'm going to write bonus pick. It doesn't count. All right. Don't come in here crying Tuesday. Oh, we'd been 500 if you counted that one. No. Uh, <laughs> Cleveland, Indy. Uh, I, I'm just telling you the one we threw out because last week, three of them, we didn't take one outright. You got the Indy Pretty Colts. Much. Plus, what, two and a half? Uh, yes, two and a half. Right. Those are awful small spreads for they teams are, that but aren't any good. Yes, that's yes, that's a great way to say it. You got the Bears only getting three and a half. You got the Giants only getting two and a half. Now, they're both at home. You got Pittsburgh you got three Denver. and a half. I, take, I, I would throw Denver into that group. Pittsburgh's in not group terrible, too, and the Chargers aren't terrible. The other three. Are. Pittsburgh's offense is not good. But their defense is real good. And Aaron Donald may be arrested for murdering Kenny Pickett when that game's over. And why aren't the Chargers better? Um, They have a really good defensive line. I got to think Don Coriel did something back in the day, sold the soul to the devil. When they were San Diego. And was told, yeah, you know what? Uh, we're going to let you win a couple of uh, playoff games, but then in the – in the the uh, millennium of the 2000s, the 21st, 21st century, you're just going to be snake bit all the time. 
Yeah. That's the that's the trade off. That's what happened. And don't y'all like that me and Big Al the fish threw y'all a head fake today? A little head fake got you up in the air. You then we gave you a head fake. You yeah. did not have those picks. <laughs> and and Al's the, I worked hard on it at the beginning of the. He show. didn't even text you back. He was too busy putting the picks together to text you back originally. When you texted him when you got here and said, "Hey, we we got to make our picks." They're on there. I got them oh on my, my phone. Gosh. You know, every week I bet a parlay with your five picks. I was four and one one week. I still haven't cashed anything. That was the poor Giants one. But no, you hedged yep. that bet. I did hedge that. You bet. did make a I couple did, dollars. I made, yeah, I made. I covered your bets for I these. Made more than a couple dollars. Yeah, I did hedge. And you've covered your bets for the parlays for being big out. Yeah, uh, but that was the, one of those rare situations where you had four and zero in a Sunday night game yeah. or a Monday night game. I, I think it was. Um, all right, college football this weekend, Tony. The big game, uh, at least. According to everybody you turn on TV, according to the mothership at ESPN, Penn State, Ohio State, James Franklin is 1-8 against the Buckeyes. I bet you didn't know that. I didn't know it, but kind of fell across my Twitter feed, so I repeat It might not be true, but They were going to fire Jim Harbaugh for that, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, Jim Harbaugh was going to get fired because Penn State was 1-8 against no, um, I mean Michigan. I Ohio State's a four-point favorite. That's the big noon Fox game. Who do you like here? Because I've gone back and forth on this game. And isn't that terrible that they put these games on at noon? I like that. I've got things. We got things to do this, uh, yeah, especially this, this Saturday. Week, but normally for the the fans that really want to watch a game, shouldn't that be a Saturday night game? Yeah, that feels like a Saturday night game. What 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 is a Saturday night? Well, the NBC it's Big Utah. Ten. Utah. Utah and USC. The Saturday night Big Ten games. Oh, those are horrible. Have been Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah, I know. I know. So you played. We Mich- had Iowa, Michigan State a couple weeks ago. You got How bad Mi- was that? So the noon game's bigger than the night game. Well, it is called Big Noon Saturday. Oh, Big Noon Fox. I love right? I love Nooners. There's uh, <laughs> that's what she said. There's um there's a SEC Nooner. I think who's on CBS at noon? No. Noon on CBS is Air Force and Navy. Air Force undefeated is undefeated. Air Force. Um, they're eleventh. This is a Commander in Chief Trophy game. Do you take the points here at Navy? That's what Big Al the Fish would tell you. <laughs> I'm not asking Big Al the Fish. I'm asking Tony Burke. I'll take the Naval. I'll take the Naval Academy. So you never answer me. Penn State or Ohio State? Who you got? Buckeyes Penn State. I, I just, I'm just not sold on Ohio State this year. I'm just I'm, not. I'm not either, but I'm not sold on Penn State. No, either. I agree with that. But I think both of these teams struggle to score. I'd like to know what the over/under is. You got the over/under in front of you? Uh, I can hit it up real quick, and uh, we'll roll to the bottom. It is 45 and a half. Yeah, I like. I kind of like the under, which is not. I never like the under. Game time weather, 57 degrees. Oh, it's beautiful football weather. All right, uh, 7.30. This is the ABC game. Duke at Florida State, 16th-ranked Blue Devils have only lost to Notre Dame. They're 5-1. and one. They're really good, by the way. So, Florida State, they got some swagger back now. They got some Bobby Bowden swagger. They're 6-0. and oh, They're ranked fourth, and they're a two-touchdown favorite here, 14 over Duke. That looks crazy, which makes me want to take Florida State. Exactly. Man, I, I, that's a lot more than I thought it would be, too. 14. So that, that tells you that, and I got 14 and a half. Well, so they might, really, it, might, it might be now. They really seen. want you to take Duke, don't they? It's, yeah. My goodness. And what about that Utah USC yeah, game? Um, 
I got that at seven now. But uh, nine is. It opened at six and a half, so a little bit of extra money on Utah. SC needs a win. They need a win. Now, they, they are probably out of the playoff picture because Washington and Oregon, Oregon's got a loss. Washington, I mean, that Notre Dame, that the way they lost that game, mm-hmm. nobody's going to forget that when it comes playoff time, even if SC runs the table here. What do you think the over and under is on that one? At the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. SC has terrible defense. They give up, what do they give up to Notre Dame? 48? Give up a bunch to everybody. Uh, they give up a bunch to everybody. Utah, on the other hand, is a low-scoring offense and defense. Even though they're five and one, I'm gonna go fifty-eight. Oh, I was gonna say fifty-eight and a half. Fifty-four. Vegas knows. Mm-hmm. You can say what you want. Vegas knows. Three thirty CBS. Tony. Tennessee. By the way, Duke will have to come to Louisville after that Florida State game. Tennessee who plays at 3.30 on CBS, will have to come to Kentucky next week after this game at Alabama. Alabama, I got them at 9.5 originally. Has that gone up? Mine still has 9.5. Yeah. Um, Tells you to take Alabama. I know, and I don't want to because I think Tennessee's really good. Throw that Florida game out in the swamp. If you throw that game out, Tennessee has been one of the top teams in the country. And and Florida – I mean, Kentucky beat them handily. They beat Tennessee before that, and Florida hasn't been good either. So, yeah, yeah. I, that Florida game I don't understand. Head. I just don't understand. But Tennessee getting nine and a half here. I guess I guess I'll go with Alabama because it feels like they want me to take the nine and a half points, right? Yeah. Am I wrong on that? No, you're not. I got, um, I got one game I got to throw out there real quick. Over and under on Minnesota and Iowa. <laughs> Come on, Scoot. 33 and a half. 35 and a half. 31 and oh! a half. <laughs> Whew. It's pretty low. 31 and a half. 31 and a half. That may half. be the lowest over under I've ever seen in I think we football. had one last season that was 31 and a half as well. And it, I believe it involved Iowa. Do you have to bet the under there? Have to I bet the under because it is so low. They I, can't make it lower. I remember the Big Ten over parlay that I won. I, the last game of that parlay was Iowa Michigan State. It was thirty six and a half, and there was a scoop and score, and there was a punt return for a touchdown, and it still barely went over thirty six and a half. I can't bet under thirty one and a half. My brain will not allow me to do that. I know that sounds really here's a game I want you to watch. Texas at Houston. Houston's only three and three. Texas on the road is a twenty three point favorite. I'm not saying bet the money line, but I'm saying I'm gonna bet the money line. That's an interesting game. It's one of those traps for Texas. Is this that, over? It's been an hour. It's over. It's been an wow. hour. Thanks to Tony. Thanks to Scooter. Ed joins me in studio tomorrow for the Ed Show. Beers on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Edge.